The following program is sponsored by the National Prayer Chapel. from the National Prayer Chapel, and today is a day of prayer. You're welcome to call and pray live on air. There's much we need to pray about. Our phone number here in studio, 877-534-0780. 
That number again, 877-534-0780. You're welcome to call and pray for our nation, for our church, the American church, for the persecuted, particularly the persecuted Christians, those held in captivity who don't know if they'll live or die. Welcome, Kayla. I'm glad you've joined us today. If you'd like, you're welcome to go to the chat on the YouTube and you can follow us there. I want to read a scripture for us as we begin our prayer time today. Isaiah, the 53rd chapter. Who has believed our message and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? He grew up before him like a tender shoot, like a root out of the dry ground. He had no beauty or majesty to attract us to him, nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows, familiar with suffering. Like one from whom men hide their faces, he was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he took up our diseases and sicknesses, and carried our pain and sorrow. Yet we considered him stricken by God, smitten by him and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was upon him. And by his wounds... We are healed. We all, like sheep, have gone astray. Each of us has turned to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter, As a sheep before his shears is silent, so he did not open his mouth. By oppression and judgment, he was taken away. And who can speak of his descendants? For he was cut off from the land of the living. For the transgression of my people, he was stricken. He was assigned a grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death, though he had done no violence, nor was any deceit found in his mouth. Yet it was the Lord's will to crush him, to cause him to suffer. And though the Lord makes his life a guilt offering, he will see his offspring and prolong his days and the will of the Lord will prosper in his hand. After the suffering of his soul, 
he will see the light of life and be satisfied. By his knowledge, my righteous servant will justify many, and he will bear their iniquities. Therefore I will give him a portion among the great, and he will divide the spoils with the strong, because he poured out his life unto death and was numbered with the transgressors. For he bore the sin of many and made intercession for transgressors. O Lord, Jesus, you bore my sins on that cross. You carried my iniquities. We have all, like sheep, gone astray, Lord. You know that. But you've called us back. And you've said, my blood is sufficient. And you have carried away our sin. And by your grace, you have made us righteous. And Lord, I come today to praise you and to thank you to worship you, Jesus, to lift your name up over this wicked city of Washington, D.C., over Maryland and Virginia, and then on the YouTube to nations far away. Lord, I come knowing my only hope is found in you, Jesus. And I thank you for that hope. Lord, as I speak with pagans, I find they have no hope. No hope of glory. No hope of eternal life. Grabbing at everything they can grab in this world. And yet death steals from them. Sickness causes them to grow weak and moan. But, Lord, I have a hope. I have my hope in you, Jesus. And I pray today for a revival in America. I ask, Lord, that you would do a work in our hearts, that you would take us much deeper than we can even imagine I ask that you take your people deep enough to destroy all false ideas about salvation. I ask that you bring, you bring us out of our sin and our pride and our arrogance. I ask that the work you do in our hearts would be deep enough to destroy completely our self-satisfied pride and our confidence in our flesh. So, Lord, I thank you today for this opportunity to pray for your people. I bless your holy name. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Our phone number here in studio is 877 
888-528-0780. You're welcome to call and pray live on air. This is a very unusual opportunity, one you will not very often find, to pray for Washington, D.C., and to pray for our nation on public radio. We have a caller. Let's take that call. Welcome. Please pray. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for this another day that you have given us to live. We thank you, Father, for coming to earth. And, Father, that you sent your Son to earth from heaven to save our souls. And, Father, this season we just um, want to remember that what you've done for us, Lord. And we pray, Heavenly Father, that you will help us, O oh God, in all that we do and all that we say. Yes. And I pray, Heavenly Father, I thank you, Father, most of all for your love and your mercy yes. and your long-suffering and patience with us because you have been so patient with us and you watched us sit by and just wait and you have waited on us to make a move. And I pray, Heavenly Father, that you will forgive us of our sins, forgive us of our laziness, Lord. And, Father, that you will just uh, uh, help us, O Lord, in uh, these last days that we're going through. And, And, Father, most of all, I want to thank you for giving us Pastor Ray. I thank you for his voice that is that he speaks the truth to us, no matter how harsh or how hard it may sound to us. And Father, I, I understand that you have chosen him to be a voice at this time and to be our spokesman and, and a watchman. And I thank you, Lord, for his voice. And I pray that you'll send his voice throughout the world because, Father, we need to hear this message of truth that he gives to us. I understand, O oh Lord, that you have listed, enlisted him as the soldier of the cross to lead us to heaven and eternal life. And he gives us that truth. And, Father, we're so used to uh, eating uh, or drinking milk and not having meat, but he's giving us this meat to chew on. And I pray, Heavenly Father, that we will open up our hearts and our minds to to um, listen to what he's saying, because he's got truth to tell us. And I thank you, Lord, for that. I thank you that you uh, have given him to us at this time, Lord, to lead us in the right direction, to give us the truth. And, Father, uh, it just uh, causes me to realize that we need to break up our fallow ground. In Hosea uh, ten twelve, you said to break up your fallow ground because it's yes. time to seek the Lord until he comes and rains righteousness on us. Yes. And, Father, I pray that you will help us to break up that fallow ground. Uh, it's, our hearts are hardened, and we have to do the work. And uh, we can't expect you to do it for us. And we need to stir ourselves up. And, Father, this is the advice that Pastor Ray has told us, that we need to stir ourselves up. And, Father, that's breaking up the fallow ground. And we must do this. And so help us to become dissatisfied the way um, we're living our lives. And we're, we're in spiritual laziness. And, Father, we're, we're not concerned enough to pray for the lost like we ought to be. We have dry eyes and no tears. And I pray, Heavenly Father, that you will help us to um, to get to that place of uh, being concerned. Help us to wake up. You told the disciples to wake up. And, Father, they didn't. And they slept. 
and look what happened. Father, we don't want that to happen in, in America, Lord. We don't want to be responsible for sleeping when we ought to be awake and when we need to be uh, stirred up and alert and watchful. And so I pray, Heavenly Father, we're running out of time, and I pray, Father, that you will help us to uh, get on the stick and uh, and start moving, Lord, in our prayer life and walking with you and listening to you and, yes. and uh, opening up our hearts to you, Lord, and allow you to till up that fallow ground because our ground is so hard. Our hearts are so hard, and we're, we're so used to um, with being fed milk all the time, and so it's hard for us to to hear these uh, and to chew meat uh, because we're not used to chewing meat. But, Father, we need to, and we need to be awakened. So I pray, Heavenly Father, that you will um, work with us. And, and, Father, I think of Psalm fifty-one, seventeen, where it says, The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, and a broken and a contrite heart, O God, you will not despise. Yes. Father, you love brokenness, and you were broken for us, and now help us to be broken for you and to weep, O oh Lord, over the lost sinners of this world and to weep uh, before you at our altar and in our prayer times, Lord, because our our prayers are, are so precious to you and our tears are precious to you. And so I pray, Heavenly Father, that we will have tears once again, and Father, that you will um, uh, help us in uh, every in our daily uh, prayer life, Lord, uh, to pray uh, and be more concerned, um, and and to wake up. And Father, I confess my own apathy and my own hard heart, and I pray, Father, that you will forgive me, and that that I will have a broken and a contrite heart. And I bow down before you and I submit myself. And Father, I realize that you are the Potter and I am the clay. And yes. Father, you want to mold us and make us, and Father, we have to be soft and pliable so that you can make us into an instrument to be used. And Father, help us to just be the pencil in your hand, and Father, that you do all the writing, you do all the work, and we just uh, are the ones that are the instrument, Lord, that you use, and that you work through us. And Father, you promised to pour out your Spirit in the last days. And so I pray, Heavenly Father, that you will pour out your spirit and, or, and revive the church. Awaken us, Lord, and yes. uh, get us out of the slump that we're in. Cause us to be stirred up, Lord, like we've never been stirred up before. We need to be set on fire. And, Father, we, we're, we're not on fire. And I pray, Father, forgive me because I'm not on fire. And I want to be on fire, but... I haven't gotten there, and I pray, Father, that you will burn out the dross out of us, Lord. And, Father, that you will purify us and cause us to be holy as you are holy and to be pure as you are pure. I I just uh, love you, Lord, and, and I pray for your church. I pray for your people. I pray, Lord, that the church will awaken up. And, and Father, that we will um, do your work uh, in these last days. Father, that we will lay down our lives for you because you laid down your life for us. I just thank you, Father, and I just pray that you'll just uh, do all these things that I ask in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, dear sister. God bless you today. And God bless you, too. Okay, our phone line is open, 877 534 
888-900-0780. Mr. Producer, do we have any calls? Okay, the lines are open. You're welcome to call and pray. Be honest. If the Holy Spirit is moving in your heart, call and pray. Take action. Mighty one. I know that you alone hold the future in your hands. And I know that if your people do not turn away from the world and get serious with you and uncover our nakedness before you and deal with our pride, I know your church will be swept away and America will be lost. Lord, America hangs in the balance today. Evil and wicked men are seducing this nation and taking us down a road of financial ruin, of apostasy, While the entertainment rolls and the jokes are told and the laughter and the parties and the concerts, Lord, have mercy on America today and have mercy on your church. Lord, have mercy. Have mercy on me, O God. According to your unfailing love, according to your your great compassion, blot out my transgressions and wash away all my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. This is what David prayed. For I know my transgressions and my sin is always before me. Against you and you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight, so that you're proved right when you speak and justified when you judge. Surely I was sinful at birth, sinful from the time my mother conceived me. Surely you desire truth in the inner parts, and you teach me wisdom in the inmost place. Cleanse me with hyssop, and I will be clean. Wash me, and I will be whiter than snow. And let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones you've crushed rejoice. Hide your face from my sin and blot out all my iniquity. And my father used to always pray these next verses every morning and every night. As we held family worship, he would quote this passage of Scripture, Psalm 51, verses 10, 11, and 12. Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me, and do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. 
That's my prayer for you and for me today. That he will create in us a pure heart. That he will renew a steadfast spirit within us. That he will not cast us away. That he will not take the Holy Spirit from us. We need Jesus to come and restore to us the joy of our salvation, not the joy of the world. Not the joy of success or pleasure. The joy of our salvation. And Lord, if you don't grant to us a willing spirit, we will not be able to walk this narrow path. So I come today pleading for a willing spirit that I might be sustained in this treacherous journey through this wicked, wicked land. Lord, you didn't ask that the Father would take us out of the world, but you asked that we would be kept from the world. Lord, we as the church have just jumped headlong into the world. And so our churches are in full apostasy. To the point of even saying that we can be saved in the midst of our wicked sin. Lord, I plead that you would create a new and pure heart in your church. that you would give us a willing spirit to cooperate with you, to give up our pride, our arrogance, our hardness, our Phariseeism, our intellectual agreement while not walking in the narrow path. Lord, would you come? Would you come and minister to us today in the name of Jesus? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I praise you. I worship you. I honor your name, Jesus. Glory, glory, glory to your name. Thank you, Lord. Our phone number here in studio is 877 534-0780. You're welcome to call and join us in an online prayer meeting. There's still time if you'd like to call and pray. Busyness. The curse of busyness. A friend told me about a book that I want to purchase. I haven't yet, but I will soon. By John M. Comer. The title of the book is The The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. 
he was a very successful pastor. And he finally came to a point where he said, I can't live this way anymore. I'm hurrying here and there. I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And I have no time for Jesus. I have no time for prayer. On the YouTube, a very small number of people. Why? Because people right now are in a hurry because it's Christmas time and everybody's busy, busy, busy. What if Jesus comes in the midst of your busyness? Will you have time for him? Or will you say, Jesus, please, please, please hold. Wait, I have too much to do. You can't come yet. No, my brother, my sister. When Jesus comes, we're not going to slow him down. He's going to come in the clouds of glory. And this earth is going to be burned up. And we're going to live in a new and righteous land. Our phone number here in studio, 877-534-0780. Would you like to pray today? Lord, there seems to be such a callousness. Is that the word? A hard edge to those of us who call ourselves Christians. A self-righteousness, a pride. Lord, I'm asking for that wonderful work of of your coming and all of our nakedness to be exposed to you. Lord, when Adam and Eve covered themselves with fig leaves, they tried to cover their nakedness. Today in the church, we cover ourselves. We cover our nakedness with concerts and parties and and jokes We cover ourselves with entertainment. We cover ourselves with busyness. I'm asking, Lord, please, would you lock us down? Would you stop the busyness? Would you cause us to be ruthless with ourselves that we could have time to be with you, to pray, to cry aloud to you? For I know that the salvation of the lost will only come about via the prayer closet. That it's not something casual, it's something real. And you've called us to pray. I know husbands will be converted and wives will be converted and children will be brought to you as we go through the fasting and the prayer. Lord, come and deal with our hearts today. Deal with my heart today. I pray in your holy name. Amen. We have another caller. Welcome. 
please pray. Lord Jesus, um, just come before you. Lord, to just thank you for um, the word this week. Lord, it's been powerful, but it's been very unsettling in my heart. So, Lord, I it's okay that I'm uncomfortable, Lord, but I but I trust you, and Lord, I know we do have to let you uncover our nakedness, Lord, and I. It's been such a an issue in my heart, Lord, because that somehow we think we can get away with without doing that, Lord. I, I can't. I can't do that, Lord. I can't uh, take it till I make it. I can't. I can't gloss over the painful issues of my heart. <clears throat> so, Lord, I, I'm asking that you give me uh, a willingness in my spirit to just lay everything out before you, and then let you work out whatever you want to work out in my heart and in my life. So, Lord, I... I'm so tired of all the fig leaves, Lord. I, you've stripped me down, Lord, <clears throat> to a point where I, I just don't have any fig leaves left except except some imaginary fig leaves, Lord, and I, I'm not willing to walk in self-deception, Lord. I, so, Lord, you do that to show us who we are, so... So that you can totally transform us, Lord. I, so not to punish us for or belittle us, you know, even though we've done foolish things and stupid things, rebellious things, ignorant things. Lord, I've done them all, plus plus some more. But Lord, you're not. You have to show us who you really are. I just am thinking of Jacob, Lord. What's your name? And he said, "I'm I'm hill grabber. I'm I'm supplanter. I wanted to be God in my own life, and I supplanted you, Jesus. So, Lord, I I know you've been kind and patient. So, Lord, I'm asking for. Uh, a willingness to go all the way to the bottom, Lord, and not try to guess anything up. And just to be transparent before you. And Lord, I don't really know how to be transparent because I've, seems like I've put fig leaves everywhere, Lord, and I've been stripping them all away. Lord, I thank you for your kindness uh, to all of us, the kindness to the American church. Lord, most of the church, uh, the Holy Spirit lived years ago. And all these years, Lord, you've, you've gave us a long window to return to you, and we haven't even... We've just got more diligent about our programs and our wonderful buildings and 
Lord, I'm asking that you'd have mercy on the church and that your Holy Spirit would come in power to bring conviction. Yes. Because there's so many things where we don't, we don't have your conviction because we've just covered over it, Lord. We wanted to look good or we didn't want to deal with something yes. that's really painful. And, uh, I know, Lord, we're at a, a raw place, Lord, where we just have to, we have to deal with this. We can't go forward and we can't go backward. And the only way to go forward is to be brutally honest before you and then to do what you tell us to do. So Lord, I'm asking for a heart to do that. Yes, Lord. Lord, I just want to obey you. And I... So Lord, have mercy on each person who's listening today. And Lord, I... Lord, it's your power and it's your might. Lord, you're the mighty one. So have your way in our hearts, Lord Jesus. Lord, I bless you and I praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, dear brother. God, God bless you, brother. Our number is 877-534-0780. You're welcome to call and pray. This is an open prayer meeting. You know, I know Jesus wants a church that will repent, wants a people who will who will begin to focus all of their attention upon Jesus. Not a, a people who are distracted by everything in the world. I've been focusing my attention on Jesus. And I tell you, the more I look at him, the larger he becomes to me. For way too many years, I've had a little Jesus because I was so far away. But now he's becoming larger and larger. I praise him for that. I want that for each of us. We have another caller. Welcome. Please pray. Hi. Thank you. Dear Lord, we know that our enemies are not spiritual. We do not wrestle against flesh and blood. Yes. The issues are much deeper than political. The devil is out to destroy and to separate people from you. And we're in a spiritual battle for souls to be saved, for people to know you. So I pray against the devil's plans, and only only a word from you will bind him. Please take control in our country. And personally, I surrender um, to you. Please take control in, in my life, that your will would be my will. And I don't want to assume anything about myself, I don't want to assume that there's nothing, um, that there are no hindrances. You said the the Church of Laodicea is blind and naked, and you you say that those 
who say they can see will be blinded. And so I pray for vision. I admit my blindness and I ask that you'd remove the blindness and, and give me that vision. Please, yes. um, please show if there's anything um, in my heart that is um, hindering me from you. And it is only by your approval that we can know our condition because you know our hearts better than we do. It's your spirit that gives assurance. We know that you, we are in you by your spirit that you've given yes. us. Yes. Please don't let any self-righteousness get in the way of that. Don't let us deceive ourselves into thinking that we are already right in your sight. Please make it clear. And I pray for um, for your kingdom to come in in our world and in, in so many countries where um, there's persecution and uh, terrorism and um, all kinds of evil things. And I pray specifically for Haiti. Please rescue their nation. Things. Don't let the door be closed. Gospel. And I pray for this uh, mission team, but more than them. For all the hostages, the Haitians are just as important. And even though I know this is not in vain in their lives, uh, please don't let this go any longer without the salvation of these gang members. You would bring conviction, that you would open their eyes. Please give them an experience, experience that would turn them to you, uh, just like with Saul on the road to Damascus and with the Philippian jailer, that they would realize the error yes. of their ways, and that they need to turn to you. I pray that you'd call these people living in wickedness, that you'd turn them to repentance, especially Haiti is um, bound by witchcraft, and I pray that you would remove those who are promoting this wickedness and open the gospel Open the door to the gospel there. Please be be their king. Yes. And, and for Afghanistan, for your people there, and for all the Muslim countries, for North Korea, please deliver your people and, and continue making that open door. Please continue opening that door for the gospel. Yes. Thank you for the ways that you've worked in Iran. I think now it's uh, legal to attend church. Thank you so much for that. And for all the good reports of people being saved, uh, please continue bringing revival there, that it will become a Christian nation. And bless Israel. Bless um, them to to hear the gospel, to know um, that you are their Messiah. Um, Now there's so many atheists, and I, I pray that you would open their eyes to see your hand in their history, that it is only by you that they are preserved and and that you have given them a Savior. And I pray that they would see that Jesus, that you are their uh, Messiah. And I pray for our nation, that you'd turn us from this sinful path that we've been on. I pray that um, that there would be a spirit of conviction that um, our leaders and um, well, on the presidential level and down to the local level, that there would be a revival among our leaders and that you'd um, 
bring a revival in our churches, an awakening to righteousness, to the true gospel, that many would be saved, and that you'd redeem our nation. I pray for Washington, D.C., that you'd remove um, the spiritual hindrances, the strongholds. I pray that you would be the king, that you would you be our king in our nation. And, um, of course, this is about people's hearts being one to you. That you would, you would have your way. Please work through us. In Jesus' name, Amen. Lord, I thank you today for my sister, and I ask Lord for a blessing upon her children. Lord, she's a busy mother and wife. I pray for her husband and his ministry. I pray for Kayla. Lord, thank you for her faithfulness before you. And I ask for the blessing today upon her children. Lord, be their provision. Be enough for them. And meet Kayla as she cries out to you. Lord, you've given her the gift of intercession. I pray, Lord, you'll meet her. In your holy name I pray. Amen. God bless you, sister. Thank you. God bless you. Bye. Bye-bye. Kayla is calling from Alaska. I'm always grateful when she calls and prays. Our phone number is 877-534-0780. Mr. Producer, do we have anyone else on the line? Okay, we have time for just a couple more very quick calls. If you're thinking about calling, now's the time. 877-534-0780. If you're driving, pull off on the side of the road where you're safe and call now. I know the spiritual water of Washington, D.C. is very shallow. I know that because prayer meetings across the city have all shut down. Most churches don't have prayer meetings. And when we open the lines for prayer, very few people call. That tells me there's a very shallow work in Washington, and I'm praying the Lord will bring revival and reformation to this city. That he will uncover our nakedness before him. This is a city of great pride and power and prestige. It's a city where people are wanting to be recognized. to be looked at as someone of importance. Lord, I just ask that you would break this unholy spirit of Washington, D.C. Lord, we were called to be a servant people. I pray, Lord, that you will bring us into your service with humble hearts. In the name of Jesus, amen.
Okay, we have a caller. Welcome. Please pray. Change my heart, oh God. Make it ever new. Change my heart, oh God. May I be like you. You are the potter. I am the clay. Mold me and make me. This is what I pray. Change my heart, oh God. Make it ever new. Amen. Change my heart, oh God. May I be like you. You are the potter. We are the clay. Mold us and make us, dear God. This is what we pray. Change our heart, oh God. Make it ever new. Change our hearts, oh God. May we be like you. Dear Lord, I come before you today humbly in the precious blood of the Lamb. Yes. Lord, I ask you to pour out your spirit afresh upon your people. Lord, you said, if my people, which are called by my name, would humble themselves and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, that you would hear from heaven, heal the land. You would send a blessing, God. And Lord, I pray today that we would humble ourselves, God, so that you wouldn't have to humble us. Dear Lord, if you have to humble us, we'll go through pain and struggle. But if we would humble ourselves, dear Lord, out of obedience to your word, that you would exalt us in due time. You would lift us up, that you would show yourself as the glory and the lifter of our heads in this moment, this hour. God, in this nation, dear Lord, change our hearts today. God, may they be like you. Set us aflame for your glory, Lord. God, that we may accomplish for eternity what you would have us to accomplish, what you've appointed us to accomplish. Yes. And we give you thanks and praise for it, God. In the name of Jesus, amen, amen, amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. God bless you, brother. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Ray. God bless you. Thank you. Mr. Mr. Producer, do we have another call? How much time do we have? All right. One more call. Yes, we have time for one more call. A very quick call. Mr. Producer, are they there? Good, thank you. Please pray. Please pray. Thank you, Lord, for who you are. Thank you, God, that you are the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, God, that you are the God of this nation, Lord. And, Lord, we humbly, Lord, seek you, Lord. We seek your presence. We seek your your power. We seek, Lord, your your presence in our lives, God. I pray, Lord, for the, 
that every listener, God, under the sound, Lord, of our voice, Lord, that your spirit would just raise up, Lord, and and, and that there would be such a, a passion, Lord, for you, a passion for your word, a passion for your glory, Lord. And I, I pray particularly for, for the church, uh, the church here in the Washington, uh, Virginia area, Lord. I pray, Lord, that we would, uh, would be the church that you call us to be, Lord, that we'd be faithful to your word, we'd be faithful, Lord, to, to prayer, Lord, for this country, Lord, faithful, Lord, to, to serving you, faithful to loving you, faithful to loving our neighbors, God. And I just thank you, Lord, just for uh, this, this station, Lord, and this ministry, Lord, just to, to call, Lord, the church to prayer, Lord, because we need you every day we need you. We need your presence. We need you, Lord. We need your spirit. So, Holy Spirit, Lord, we ask that you would uh, activate and, and, and make us alive to you. Make us alive to your, your word. Open our ears to hear you. Open our eyes to see you, God. And open our spirits just to be able to sense your, your, your presence with us. Lord, we lift these things up. We thank you for the churches across the land. Lift up the pastors, God, who are tired. Re-energize them, Lord. Re-energize the prayer warriors, God, that we would just lift your name up today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Well, that's all the time we have. You've been listening to Pilgrim's Progress. I'm Ray Greenlee from the National Prayer Chapel. God bless you all. I love you. Pray, pray, pray. The power of the gospel is released by prayer. I'll talk to you all soon.